For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher, and my co-host is Jeff C. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On today's show, we are exploring Facebook's new cryptocurrency, Libra, with a special guest, Joel Com. I want to encourage you to share this show if you're listening to it, if you're watching it, wherever you are partaking in the community, hit that share button. I want to remind you that our Google Analytics marketing seminar is coming quickly. It is a one-week deep dive into Google Analytics designed specifically for marketers to answer your question and the question, is it working? You will be joined by the leading analytics uh, guru, pro, whatever you want to call him, Chris Mercer, <laughs> and it's online. You'll be able to gain complete confidence in your marketing decisions. To learn more and to sign up, go to analytics marketers.com. That is a great URL. Go to analytics marketers.com to learn more. As a reminder, everything we talk about in this conversation, in this show, all the links, all the details, all the notes will be in the show notes for today's episode at the Social Media Examiner site, which obviously is found at socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. So we will be joined by Joel Com to talk about cryptocurrency, specifically Facebook's cryptocurrency, in a few moments. Before that, we're going to talk about one little piece of Facebook news while we wait for him to get here. So Facebook shared an update on comment ranking, how the comments show up on your Facebook posts. And they basically have outlined a variety of the signals that are going to be used to determine, again, the quality and the ranking of the comments on public posts. And so what they're going to start doing is, is public posts are comments are going to show on public posts more prominently when the comments have interactions from the page or the person who originally posted. So whoever the original poster of the post is, whether it's a page or a person, if that person is replying to the comments, then those comments that are replied to are going to get greater weight, greater mm -hmm. interaction, greater you know visibility in the comments. Then the other factor is this, that comments or reactions from friends of the person who posted. Now here they don't say page that posted because obviously everybody who is seeing it is kind of maybe, but if it's a personal post, like say if Jeff, you posted, I'm your friend on Facebook, I hope, no. But if, if I'm your friend and I comment, then my comment is going to be seen more highly. So 
And I think it's really interesting. Um, and they broke it down in in their kind of news release what the poster poster controls. And so people can moderate the comments on their post by you know just like normal, like they can hide it and delete or engage with comments. And this ranking is on by default for pages and people with a lot of followers. I don't know what the number is, but they just say people with a lot of followers. But pages and people with a lot of followers can choose to turn off this comment ranking. The ones who don't have a lot of followers, they won't, it's it's not turned on automatically because they really don't have that many comments to mess with. Right. Um, but any person can decide to enable comment ranking by going to their settings and they have a link, you know, where you can go do that if you have one of those things. I thought it was interesting. It, to me, it's always interesting, like, for example, live video, when a page does live video, and then they never go back in there and answer yeah. people. And to me, this is even, they're, they're really even pushing more, like, you guys, we want, this is a place to have uh, interaction and you know, back and forth. And so many businesses I see are not doing this. And they've come out and said, you know, it's going to make a difference. Yeah. I mean, again, remember, they came out and said meaningful social interactions. So that doesn't mean just receiving comments on your Facebook post. It means interacting. It means you as a page and you as a person can be part of the catalyst of creating meaningful social interactions. Mm -hmm. So again, somebody's comment is going to show up more prominently. I'm thinking from Facebook pages, like you were just talking right. about. It's it's inherently good for a Facebook page to go back and reply to the comments because then those comments are going to show up even more. So, right. And the reason they did this is because of all the stuff they were talking about link baiting, um, where people were, were were businesses noticed that if they you know, they weren't getting as much reach as they originally were when they're with their posts. They were going into popular posts and commenting and trying to get, you know, traction that way or sell their wares. And Facebook noticed that and said no. And they actually call it, what is it, an integrity signals? They're calling it integrity signals that yeah. wait on this comment uh, kind of ranking. And so uh, that was the main reason I think they did this is like, you know, these people are going in and almost gaming the system. And yeah, that may work for a little bit. <laughs> they notice and they come back and put the hammer down a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I even notice as I'm looking at the comments coming in that we get on the Facebook page for Social Media Examiner, we get comments that come in on posts that are years old. Hey, go check out my da 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 on Fiverr.com slash, you know, it, yeah, it, it's pretty spammy. But that, that's how they get seen is because to go back and comment on something old and then every, you know, a lot of people that had commented on it previously suddenly get or the page does or so on and so forth. So anyway, so there you go. That is one update. And then uh, let's go into this next one here real quick. So Facebook is removing select fields in the page descriptions and, and they're letting the page uh, owners know. So I actually saw this myself personally. I went into the social media examiner Facebook page and I saw this alert and basically the alert uh, says, and I, and I see Joel here, so let me do this real quick, says that they are notifying page owners that some fields are no, going to be no longer available in the page info section. And Facebook page moderators might be like, wait, what? What are they taking away? Well, it's, right. they're, they're not taking away a lot. Let me put it that way. And some people weren't even filling it out, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people weren't even filling it out fully. Um, they're not removing anything that is huge. It's it's basically just, it's the pages about section. I mean, basically your pages about section, people should already know what your page is about without having to go to your about section is my opinion. Your brand should be <laughs> checking through so much about what content you're posting, how you're interacting with those posts, et cetera. Right. That's not going to really matter. And by the way, they said removing this is not going to impact a page's performance and 
that page owners are going to be able to access the fields from the page info section under settings. And so, uh, yeah, they're, it's it's just not going to be listed under the pages about section, some of these these missing fields. So there you go. So what we're going to do here is we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk about Joel with our, our first uh, segment here about Facebook's new cryptocurrency. Yeah, this is exciting. This is it's yeah. pretty exciting. I listened to Mary talk, Mari hey, talk about this. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? Good to see you, man. All right. So uh, we, we in pre-show, we were like, okay, so yet another like confusion-inducing addition to the cryptocurrency world is Facebook's official en- entering into it. Uh, before we get into that, let me remind people who you are. Is that th- I think they need to know this. So yeah. <laughs> Joel Kahn is a New York Times bestselling author, a blockchain enthusiast, which will be important in a moment, and a social media marketing strategist, live video expert, and futurist. He co-hosts the Bad Crypto Podcast, a top cryptocurrency show making the future of digital payments easy to understand. And that is exactly what we, re- we need right now, Joel, in this moment of Facebook entering in. So there's been rumors for a long time about Facebook's, well, rumored cryptocurrency. And officially earlier this week, they announced that Facebook Libra is going to be the product that they roll out. So before we get into what Facebook Libra is, I would love for you to give us like the Reader's Digest quick pitch of what is cryptocurrency so everybody who's heard the term but doesn't understand it can get on board with that first. It's magical internet money. That's, that's, that's <laughs> oh, all God. you need to know. I mean, it is, it is truly a, a, a non-tangible digital currency. But you know, when you think about it, most of the ways that we make payments right now are non-tangible, right? When you swipe your credit card, it's ones and zeros. When you do PayPal, you don't actually take cash and hand it to somebody. It's transferring from one account to another. And the way the uh, cryptocurrency is built on blockchain, which is a more efficient, decentralized um, ledger that is public that is irreversible, that is without error, and the fees associated with transacting in cryptocurrency are infinitesimal, that's my big word for the day, compared to fees that we're used to for making transactions. I love, I love that you just said infinitesimal. What is the word? Yeah. Infinitesimal. Yes. You say it real fast. Which, no. is a really, which is a really big word to say it's really small. Yeah. Ironically. Very, very tiny fees. And and it's the future. It's the way that things are going. This is, you know, what many of us have been saying for quite some time. And people are like, oh, that crypto will never catch on. It reminds me of back in the early days. When I remember reading articles when Jeff Bezos first set up selling books out of his garage. And people are like, this is ridiculous. And people aren't going to spend their money. You know, e-commerce is never going to be a thing. And people who are saying this about crypto, well, guess what? It's coming home to roost. One of the biggest social media giants, the biggest social media giant in the world is introducing crypto to the masses. It's here. It's here to stay and get used to it. Okay. So I got a question. Yeah, go go, Jeff. So, so what's the difference, Joel? If maybe they're the same thing, thing is cryptocurrency and blockchain. Are they the same thing, or are they two different animals? They are not the same thing. Blockchain is the technology that allows the building of decentralized ledgers. Uh, you know, just think of it as a really fancy, more sophisticated, way more accurate database, a ledger. Okay, and 
cryptos are built upon the blockchains. So your block, your cryptocurrency transactions get written to this ledger that is known as blockchain. Cool. Gotcha. Thank you. The blockchain is the technology that then allows for cryptocurrency to exist. To make it trackable, to make it yeah. functional. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And Bitcoin is one of, but not the only. In fact, there's every day you hear somebody else has come out with their own cryptocurrency. Right. That's not Bitcoin. It's, it's Joel coin, for example. There actually is a Joel coin. I created it. There's a million issued. I, I own 999,999 of them. And in our podcast, we've created bad coin. That's just a sticker to represent it, but it's mineable on bad computers. Wow. <laughs> okay. So then <laughs> Facebook Libra. Yeah. Let's get into the actual news here. Facebook Libra was announced earlier this week, and it is a cryptocurrency. However, from what I'm listening to and reading and discovering, it and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I would love to know the truth here, it doesn't seem like it's backed the same way as a currency as, like, for example, Bitcoin is which is decentralized by blockchain. It seems like it's a cryptocurrency in the sense that it's like actual money. It's all, well, I'll correct you now. It's all yeah. actual money, right? It is, it is a method of transfer. Yes. Uh, back in, before we had, you know, fiat currency, which is magical paper money that the government just prints more and more of, we had a gold standard. Precious metals were money. And before that, we had cowrie shells. Money is whatever the you and somebody else decides is used for a transaction. Okay. Yeah. So Libra is Facebook's cryptocurrency that is designed to do a couple things. Number one, bank the unbanked, right? Because there are a couple billion people around the world that don't have access to traditional banking. And if they wanted, you know, I'd like to use this example. Uh, if you're, you're somebody, let's say in Central Africa and you come to America and you get a job and you want to send just $5 back to your family, perhaps in Nigeria, uh, you know, maybe your family is headed by a Nigerian prince who really needs the money, but your transaction fee to send that will cost more than the $5 you're trying to send. You can't do it. So the goal of, of Libra is to make it so that transactions can take place between any two people, any person in a merchant, any two merchants with very, very small transaction fees and happen instantly. That, that is the goal. Okay. I, I think the thing that I was trying to say that seems to set this differently or set it apart from the other uh, commonly known cryptocurrencies is the fact that this isn't as decentralized as those are because it's going to be backed by or under responsibility yeah. of, of like 28 companies and counting. Right. It is very centralized. Um, it, it does violate the spirit of the Bitcoin white paper, which was initially written by an anonymous person known as person or persons known as Satoshi Nakamoto back in 2009. You can go to Bitcoin.org and actually read that initial white paper with the vision for what this magical Internet money would would actually be and why we would have it with Facebook creating this. Yes, they will own a part of it, but it is these other corporate giants that are also going to own a part, which kind of, again, violates the precepts of what crypto was initially designed for. So it's highly centralized. My so, question is this is, um, so it's called Libra, which is really, um, you know, that was the, the Roman times. That's their, their coin. So does this mean that Zuck is like now the emperor or Caesar 
I mean, from you coming from a Bitcoin background, does that make you nervous to have this hugely powerful company already having even more power? Yeah, yes this yes kind of and thing? no. Uh, okay. Yes to the power. So here's here's the positive aspect of it first, and then I'll get into the negative. The positive aspect of Facebook announcing Libra is that now the whole world is going to be exposed to the power of cryptocurrency. People that were, you know, naysayers, people that, well, I don't understand this stuff. Now they're going to start digging in. They're going to, well, this Libra thing is real. What is this Bitcoin? Maybe I need to understand this more and it's going to drive the masses to finally look at some of these other projects that are out there now the downside is yes uh facebook and mark zuckerberg i do not believe have the best interests of their users at heart we are the product we are the cattle we are the commodity being sold which is why in the future you'll be having me on the show to talk about decentralized social media platforms that are going to disrupt facebook but that's for another day yeah (laughs) Well, and I think so then the other key piece here, and you you were kind of alluding to this already, Joel, is that this this Libra currency is going to be both a cryptocurrency or or sorry, you'll be able to purchase Libra using cryptocurrencies that exist now, as well as what you called uh, fiat currency, which is again, not an economics person myself. That is almost a new term to me. I think of a fiat as a car. So, right. you know, but that fiat currency is like U.S. dollars and other right. any printed money that they just print and print and print and put more and more into supply. One of the reasons that Bitcoin is so popular is that there's only 21 million of them ever. You, It's written into the code. You can't make more. But we don't even know how many dollars are out there, which is why inflation is such a big deal, which is why 100 years ago, your dollar would have bought $100 worth of stuff. And now that same $100 buys you about $3 worth of stuff. Whereas Bitcoin is deflationary, the price goes up because the supply is limited and and goes down. And here's the thing to understand. Bitcoin and other cryptos are either investment devices or they are utility tokens. They create it for a purpose. Libra is what we call a stable coin. It is pegged directly to the U.S. dollar's value. So one Libra is the same as one dollar. But since you can't shove a dollar bill through the internet to pay somebody quickly, you will be able to with Libra. So you'll be able to say, I got $10. Great. I'll buy $10 worth of Libra. Now I'm using the Calibra wallet, which is Facebook's wallet. And it's, it's on your phone and you get in, you know, you go to the store, go to the grocery store. And instead of paying in dollars, they'll say, well, we accept Calibra. So boom, you open up your wallet and you pay with this digital money. And so this this transference of how we think of money is going to be happening. It's going to happen very quickly. So um, like right now, I can go to Home Depot and use my PayPal account to pay, you know, for shingles if I wanted to. Right. So are you thinking that pretty soon, like on when we go to a restaurant, we're going to see the MasterCard Visa and then the Libra logo, logo as well? I mean, do you think that's how fast it's going to happen? Which is why you have companies like Visa and PayPal and eBay and Uber and these other big uh, you know, financial institutions that are jumping on the Libra bandwagon because they know if they don't, guess what? They're going to be left behind. Mm. Yeah, they want to be part of that Libra yes, pool. Yes, they do. 
backers in terms of the stabilization and the usage and adoption and all of that. Well, they um, won't be able to rob people anymore. Right. right? So <laughs> yeah. that, that, that is the upside. You know, if you send a, a like a Western Union telegram, the fees are ridiculous. If you want to like a, a wire transfer, I send from my bank to another account, even though I've got plenty of money in there, they still charge me 15 or $25 to send money from point A to point B. That is that is stealing. There's no reason for those fees to be there. And cryptocurrency is going to eliminate those fees. Even though Facebook was the one who developed Libra, created Libra, and then got all these other people, uh, other companies to be uh, part of the consortium, if you will, um, they are really only one piece of the consortium. Like they only have the of the what is it, Libra constituency or whatever it's called. Right they only have like one vote in terms of the steering of that. How does that make you feel in terms of the recent PR problems that, that Facebook's been having? Uh, look, it, it, this still benefits them more than anybody else. They've created something that they know everybody else now needs to jump on because they've got what? 2.5 billion users around the world on Facebook. They are the kingmaker, and all these corporate giants that 10 years ago would have laughed at Facebook are now bowing the knee to Facebook and saying, yeah, we'll, we will buy a master node, which is $10 million, which is nothing for these big corporations to, uh, to be involved in this because they are frightened and they know they need to be a part of this. Facebook is still very much in control. It's very scary. I, I know that, you know, our government is looking at it and holding hearings and, and yeah. telling Facebook to suspend, you know, all development on this. Uh, put a moratorium on development until they can have hearings. Yeah, like Facebook is going to stop development because <laughs> Maxine Waters says we want you to stop. The senators don't understand this. These are the same people that when they had Mark Zuckerberg before them didn't know how Facebook even made money. Senator, we sell ads. These <laughs> These people are no more qualified to lead the way into the future of how we transact than the overlords at Facebook are. And this is why cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and other decentralized organizations are so very important to our future freedoms. So, Joel, I want to get your your idea, your your thoughts on this. So, for better or for worse, one other aspect of Libra is that in order to have an account, you have to have identity verification. And so there's that personal information coming up again, bubbling up to the surface. And with Facebook's involvement, again, some people are going to be worried or some, or on the flip side, some are like, oh, well, no, it's not Facebook that's verifying your identity. It's the Libra mm -hmm. uh, constituency. What do you think? If we think that, oh, yeah, this is safe and secure and they're not going to do it, nothing's going to happen with our data, come on. That's right. it's just not the reality that we're living in, you know, and, and there's such things as unicorns. Right. Come on. Mari Smith pointed out when she kind of talked about this the other day that, you know, Facebook for a long time once has kind of been wanting to do like WeChat in China where they have that one app runs everything. And this is kind of back to the earlier question. But if if this takes off like it could and looks very likely to, could it be so big and so it's it's almost too big that you the government couldn't do anything about it. It could be it's just, it's got enough money for a small country already, and we kind of give up our privacy when it's really convenient. Like we use Gmail, even though they may be reading our mails, but it's free and we love it, and everybody uses it. And don't take that away from me. Right. Could that be the same thing that happens with Facebook, Libra? I mean, it becomes so ingrained in our they're too big to you know fail. 
sure, anything's possible. But, you know, I would take this uh, as a, a warning signal to everybody to get educated on cryptocurrency mm-hmm. in general. Don't just follow the herd because millions and millions of people are just going to follow the herd. They're going to use whatever is dished out to them. They're going to be spoon fed it and they're not going to think for themselves. What does this really mean? What sovereignty am I you know, relinquishing? What freedoms am I giving up? And so use this as an opportunity to get educated about cryptocurrency and understand what is at risk here. There's a great podcast that teaches about that. I wonder. The, yeah, I don't know about be. a great one. There's a bad one. It's called the Bad Crypto <laughs> Podcast. As far as <laughs> marketers go, let's let's bring this home for marketers for a second mm-hmm. and talk about Calibra and how uh, the possibility that, you know, the seamlessness as well as, the, again, the not being gouged and thieved upon by fees is going to make the f- more free purchase interneting Interneting, uh, you know. They, I mean, they gave they gave screenshots of like how it was going to look inside of apps, and I'm like, it looks like it's just going to be a seamless. Like right. you know, we've we've been down this road a little bit before with payments through Messenger and things like that. This is way better than that. I am assuming. Yeah, it is. And and really, you don't have to do anything to prepare. It's coming, and then when you're given the option to accept Libra as payment for your you know your merchandise, you'll say yes, I'll take it. You know, if it if it you know, spends, you'll take it. And so I don't think there's going to be much for us to do to prepare for it as marketers. Good to know. So Facebook has said that this is coming out in 2020. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's six ish months away right now as we're recording this. And that's the beginning of that year. So at some point in the next six months, you'll start to hear, you know, the preparations for you'll start to see the blog post, how to get ready. Like you just said, you don't need to get ready, but people will say how to get ready for Facebook Libra and Calibra and all of that. Is there anything else we need to be concerned with or be thinking about in terms of Libra or Calibra? Uh, I don't think so. I think again, to me, this is the, the red light on the dashboard, the warning sign that says, if you haven't been listening to your friends, your Bitcoin friend, they've seen the future. And you're going into it, whether you know it or not. This is the time to begin learning. Go do your own research. Do you know? Go read, search for things. Don't use Google. They'll they'll they want your information. Use the Brave browser, Brave.com. They're not tracking your data, and there's crypto tied to it for viewing ads. And no, I don't own the Brave browser. I wish I did, but I use it. So is there is there any because as you said it's going to roll out is there going to be any advantage for marketers to be early adopters it sounds like it's just going to kind of the floodgates are going to be open but yeah. you know you said I mean, be they're prepared gonna, they're going to integrate it with Messenger and WhatsApp right. and, you know Instagram all their properties um I, I think it's going to be seamless they want to make this so that unlike Bitcoin that is there is a learning curve for people to open a wallet and to receive and spend and invest they want to make it so that you open up, okay, now you can pay with Libra. Now you can sell and, and take Libra. It's that simple. Yeah. It seems like it'll be that simple. Like I will now be able to convert dollars and other, quote, official currencies because I'm going to butcher the language if I go any further. It's like saying we accept this payment option and we can convert it. And that's all we really need to be concerned with. And it's not even something we should be concerned with necessarily 
as long right. as we can yeah, not not from a, a marketer standpoint. I think that they're they're super smart about this. They're going to make it super easy. It's going to be push button, and of course, we'll learn more. This is not the first time I'm going to be here to to talk about this. Uh, not the last time, rather, and right. uh, you know, we'll see how things unfold. Awesome, Very cool. Joel, I think that's it. You've done a great job. I feel like I understand it better already, and I hope everybody else does too. I haven't so, frightened you. You're not scared now. I don't feel frightened. I feel enlightened. There you go. Enlightened. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you, Joel. Thank you so much for being here. Talk to Best. you soon. See ya. See ya. Awesome. So I hope, I mean, Jeff, do you feel more confident? Or? Yeah, I just, I think it's going to be interesting. I have the feel, feeling like, so like I have a Shopify store and I think it's just going to be another option. Just like you can add Stripe or PayPal, it's going to be like Libra. And I think what Joel's saying, I just think that it's, it comes down to, are they going to be too big to fail? I mean, I, there's, there's going to be lots of debate and lots of back and forth in the six months. It's going to be really interesting to see. But, you know, people don't freak out about using Venmo. I Venmo my kids stuff in college all the time. Yeah, and I think it's just going to be another, and we use Apple pay. Remember how cool we thought, Oh, we can use our watch to pay for stuff at Starbucks, you know? <laughs> and I mean, it's, and people don't think about it anymore. Well, I think you're going to still be able to use all those tools again, because they're some of them at least are going to be integrated into this. But and I, but I, th I think the into those existing apps. So, and I think the thing will be is like he was saying, because it's so cheap, you know, they're not going to be able to get away with charging those those service fees. So I'm excited yeah. as a consumer of things starting to level off and not being gouged by, like I lost my wallet when I got back from Florida. My wife had to, she had to do this. She had to wire me money out of Western Union. And I'm like, she could have just, you know, sent it to me with Libra and I could have paid for my hotel with Libra and whatever. So yeah, because um, your phone. So yeah, I didn't lose my phone. I saw that. It's, it's, <laughs> All right. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting times. It's an interesting topic. Uh, right. Obviously, we just couldn't leave it alone when it's Facebook that's the one that's doing it. If it was, I won't insert the name of a different uh, social network here, but if I did, it would be like, eh, it's a da da da, -da from that person. Anyway, uh, so we've got some more Facebook news we should touch on here. Right. So first off, this was spotted originally by Ahmed Ganem, I think is the best way to uh, pronounce that. And it was then amplified, obviously, by the one and only Matt Navarra. So thanks right. to that. This is basically, Facebook is reportedly testing a, a preview option for page posts. This is huge. So the ability to create a post and then see what it's going to look like in the feed before it goes out. I mean, can you imagine how many typos that's going to save or comment typo or asterisk and then the real spelling of it. Yeah. This is like one of those things that, you know, just like we talk about edit tweet that everybody's always wanted. It's like, why haven't they done this yet? This was just, I mean, it just doesn't make sense that it hasn't been done yet, but it's, I'm so, I hope it comes out soon because yeah, you're right. The, the amount of comments or even like a, a photo that's not cropped right or something, you know, cause there's so many different size options on Facebook. You know, even when we schedule this live post, we have the exact same dimensions that Facebook gives us, but you can still wiggle it around. And I'm just like, eh. and so having the ability to preview this stuff beforehand uh, for a design standpoint, and also just like you said, you know, spelling somebody's name wrong or something, you know, is so about time that this happens. Yeah. Just being able to take a quick look at that. In fact, I'm going to be as pseudo bold as to say, Honestly, I wouldn't care about a Twitter edit button if they gave this option as well to create a tweet, 
see the preview and go through it and be like, oh, that's a typo. I don't need to mm-hmm. edit that anymore. And, you know, so that would that would help. But anyway, so there you go. There's no there's no word on when this is coming out, but they are testing it. I hope that it rolls out soon and they finish testing it because I want this. So, yes, yes. Uh, next up, Facebook is adding new classes to Blueprint. Blueprint is their education platform. There's a lot of little, you know, classes called uh, you know, like how to uh, mm-hmm. type stuff. So one of them, for example, is how Instagram can help your business and Facebook ads and your business goals. Yeah. One of the cool things about this is they're usually five minutes or less. So they're really snackable stuff for small businesses like you know when you when the customer leaves and you have some downtime you can just go check these out and learn some things about advertising and you know like like you were saying facebook ads and your business goals those kind of things you can go watch them and not spend like 30 minutes on a webinar but get the kind of the meat of the what you're trying to do and and learn that way so i think it's a great idea from facebook yeah so 80 new lessons go check that out we'll have the link in the show notes for this episode facebook is also providing community building tips for brands in a new report they're sharing. So this guide can be found again. We'll, we'll link to this in the show notes. Like we do with everything. The guide to this can be found on the Facebook IQ research blog. And Mm -hmm. in this report, Facebook is advising brands how to redefine how to think about community and they're offering up key tips on how to boost brand and community connections. Again, going back to this meaningful social interactions like we were talking about earlier. And Mm -hmm. they all say that uh, brands should not necessarily be looking to market within communities, but instead help related groups. So in turn, that'll return, you know, they'll see a better ROI on their brand results if they're looking to help, not just sell. And we've talked about this before is that, you know, part of good marketing is being helpful and not being so pushy with your sales. And they gave some great examples of how to astound, you know, going into some of these communities and providing helpful and relevant content and building those people up and not so much, you know, hey, here's my widget for $9.95. It's, you know, giving them resources and tools and and then they fall in love with your brand that way. So I thought it was some good tips in there. They have some great graphics uh, going there. Of course, like you've mentioned, they'll be in our show notes. Yeah. So that there is our show. I want to remind you again that like we just said, everything we talked about, all the links to go branch out and dig deeper will be in the recap, the show notes for this episode. You can find that every Saturday at socialmediaexaminer.com, socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. If you're listening to this, we'd love for you to subscribe or if you join us regularly on Friday, but say can't always be there. We know it happens. I talked to a bunch of people earlier this week, face-to-face that always watch the Friday show, but sometimes can't make it. They mm-hmm. grab the subscribe button on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or everywhere else, and then they can listen to it on Monday. And don't forget that this episode is brought to you by the Google Analytics for Marketers seminar. It's a one-week deep dive into Google Analytics. It's going to help you answer that question, is it working? It'll be led by Chris Mercer, and you'll gain confidence in your marketing decisions. Find out more and sign up at analyticsformarketers.com. And special thanks to Jeff C., my co-host and handling the simulcasts, and thanks to Eric for being such a great host. And thanks again to Joel Com for being an exciting guest today and teaching us all about cryptocurrency and the new Facebook Libra that's rolling out next year. Our next show will be next week, Friday, June 28th, 2019 at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Join us then and we will see you in the next show. 
And until then, have a great weekend. Have a great week. And see you next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.